Welcome back, everyone. I'm Tony Brown, and you're listening to Firearms Cafe, the show where we discuss the philosophies of responsible firearms ownership, as well as the relevant issues and challenges that we face in the current gun culture. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Today is Saturday. It's the 13th of December, 2018. Well, miracle upon miracles, this is the second show of the new year for me and in the uh, second week. So I'm trying to make good on my resolution of at least getting something out for you guys on a weekly basis. Let's go ahead and before we jump in with our contact info and all that jazz and get the show started... You may notice a little bit of a difference um, in some of the recording quality. It may sound a little echoey. My family and I went up to uh, the northern part of the state. I live in Arizona, and we went up to play in the snow. We're wrapping up our vacation, and I have found a little bit of a quiet spot here uh, where we're staying. And uh, So again, hopefully it doesn't sound too echoey, and uh, I've, I've got a few minutes here. The girls are off doing some stuff. I thought, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and take the time to see if I can't get some stuff down and get a show out for you guys. I, uh, I'm also going to be looking up some stuff on the on the phone, and so it may, depending on how our internet connection up here isn't the greatest, but hopefully I'll still be able to do a few things here and there. So anyway, let's go ahead and get that contact info out of the way. If you would like to contact me, I do have a couple of different ways that you can do so. I have the voicemail, which is area code 206-745-2731. If you would like to send an email, or if you would like to record your own audio, and I can put that out on the show for you, you can send that to me at firearmscafe at gmail.com, all one word, firearmscafe at gmail.com. Over on the uh, website, I do have buttons for Facebook, Twitter, and for YouTube, and you can check that stuff out if you'd like. I also have a PayPal donation button, and if you're ever so inclined, anything you could send would be greatly appreciated. All right, well, enough of that stuff. On the last show, I had asked about uh, if anybody had any experience uh, with maybe some of the... Um, alternatives, I guess we should say, to mounting a red dot onto a pistol slide. And I did get some feedback. I got a little bit of stuff from uh, Sid, and I got some uh, some other stuff. And he was there was a, uh, oh, and I can't remember the name of the company right now, uh, but he had sent a thing in a little uh, deal through um, through Facebook with just a link to go to a different site. And then I got uh, some, and then just through some just kind of looking around and stuff, I did find a couple of different companies that I wanted to tell you guys about. And a couple of them I thought had some really good ideas. And some of them are, were sort of similar to what I was thinking in that could I go with that MOS type thing, you know, and just get the plate and have it milled, or could I just have a plate milled? Uh, that I could sort of do multiple things with 
and then have that go into the slide. And there's a couple of companies that do things that are similar to that or that are along those ring, uh, those kind of that line of thinking. Um, but you know what? Before we before we get in with that, let's see if I can uh, find some of the feedback. We had some feedback. Uh, some of I think it was from way back in September that I got from Isaac, and basically he was just saying it was kind of an attaboy type thing. We also had some feedback from. Uh, from Lawrence, and this I think was, what was geez, it was maybe toward the end of October or so. And if I can get that pulled up, I'll go ahead and read that stuff out for Lawrence. I figure, well, I'll go ahead and get that stuff going since we're kind of talking a little bit about feedback. And he was also talking about some of the RMR stuff. And Lawrence wrote in and he said, First of all, I miss your episodes and sorry I haven't reached out to you recently. I'm also sorry for the situation with your family member, and I hope he or she is getting better. About the RMR, I think it's a nice addition to a gun. My only concern is I've been training for such a long time with open sights that I imagine how much I would have to adapt to this new system on acquiring a sight picture or even in in the case of using it on a pistol, the handling of the gun itself. Uh, Maybe I am afraid of new things and how much... I will have to comprof- excuse me, compromise on my solidified way of doing things. Also, I'm not very fond of doing modifications on my guns. Anyways, please uh, keep the episodes coming, and please let us know on your progress with that RMR. So again, both Isaac and Lawrence, thanks so much for uh, sending that stuff in. And also to Sid for giving me that and some of the other guys. Like I said, I'm, I'm having my internet connection here kind of isn't the greatest uh also excuse me kind of moving around here in the chair a little bit kind of well let's let's address a little bit of some of lawrence's concerns with the um doing the modifications and again that's why i'm trying to look at something that would be minimal i don't even want to say uh minimal milling or minimal modifications to the gun if I can avoid it, but that would still give me a good solid mounting system. Now, and I, as I've been looking around at different things, I'm kind of coming to understand that you pretty much have to, if you wanted a rock solid mount, you almost have to do some type of milling. With a lot of these different kind of plate systems, for lack of a better word, what we'll say is that most of them will will slot into the dovetail on your rear sight. And then you just screw, they have holes drilled in them in the, on this plate or this mounting system. And then you just sort of screw that down into or, or onto that dovetail slot. And then it's sort of a friction fit. I'm trying to get this stuff pulled up on Facebook and it's just not doing it here. Uh, let me see if I can get it to go. Okay, I found it finally. Okay, so the the thing that uh, Sid sent in was, he said, I haven't used this brand, but I have a friend who made one for his SIG P220 a few years back. It's cheaper than having your slide milled for an experiment. And then the company... 
that he um, mentioned was through Strike Industries. I went on and looked on their website, their particular website. They said that they were out, but you can find them on Amazon. Basically, the way that that one works is you knock out the site, and then it's got a kind of like a rail, a Picatinny rail that goes into your dovetail, and then it's got a rear section that hangs over the back of the gun and where your end plate that covers up the striker and everything, the striker assembly, you replace that and then you screw it in. So you've got a couple of different places that kind of keeps it on there. And it's around $50-$60 depending on where you look. The only thing with that is once you get that on your pistol, then you've got to put a mount, you've got to mount your RMR somehow to that Picatinny rail. So by the time you do all that stuff on the on the research that I did on it, it's sitting up higher and higher and higher. So I don't, again, that's sort of the price is right, but I don't think I, w- I would maybe want to go that particular route. Uh, I did find a few other things that were out there. One that was really kind of interesting was from a company called Outer Impact. And the way that it works is they kind of, it was sort of similar to what I was thinking in in that what they've got is it still slots into the dovetail. The only problem is it sort of takes, you don't really end up having a rear sight anymore. Uh, But they have a plate that has several different holes and then you have some pins that come with it once you mount it. And depending on what red dot you've gone with that plate has several different things so you can go on their website and again it's outer impact o-u-t-e-r-i-m-p-a-c-t dot com so outer impact.com and you can you can check they have some for glock and i think maybe some for smith and wesson and some other stuff and this is kind of a um, it looks like it's a little bit more of a smaller family-run company and that one i think is about $50 with your mounting hardware that you get. Um, so it says you get, yeah, okay, yeah, so it does come with them. The You get some side alignment pins. You get uh, the screws and the stuff that you'll need. Um, and this would just, again, it would allow you to use, uh, let's see here, I'm trying to look it up. Okay, it allows you to use the Trijicon RMR, uh, a doctor, Insight, uh, MRDS, EOTech, MRDS, Loophole, Delta Point, and Delta Point Pro, the Vortex Razor, Vortex Viper, Vortex Venom, Burris Fast Fire, 2 and 3, Seymour, RTS, and STS. So, you know, that gives you quite a bit of flexibility and and you would say well you know am i really going to go out and buy all those probably not but you may have some friends that would let you you know maybe take uh they could if they had an rmr or if they had a doctor or if they had a the delta point pro or something like that they may let you borrow those and then once you had that initial plate put on there you would just do their little chart and then that one the, your one adapter could could host all those different uh, different red dots you know I may do something like that the other one that I liked 
and the one that seems to maybe kind of be leading, almost leading the charge here a little bit. And I've talked about this one before, uh, and I, I forgot who had recommended it, but it was on a previous show that we had talked about it, was the Duick Defense, D-U-E-C-K Defense.com. And you can go on their website and check them out and, and see some of the different stuff. They have a similar thing where it looks like you have a, a multiple platform that you could do certain certain things for it so it looks like and i can't get this thing as being slow on the phone here but it looks like um on that one you could use maybe four or five different things and the price varies it looks like the price goes from about 130 dollars up to about 150 dollars depending on what you're going to get and it looks like unfortunately you would still have to buy like a separate plate for the arm for the trigicon because it doesn't the stuff that you, you could use for for the loopholes or the doctors and the burris and the vortex stuff it looks like you've got that one and then you've got another one that's their multiple one and then you've got another one that is set up solely for the trigicon rmr now the one thing that's nice about the Duick Defense is it does have a rear sight for you still that you can use and it also has like right where your so your optic would fit down in there and then it's got a front sight that sits right in front of that optic. And so what that does is it would give you a little bit of I guess maybe protection if you were going to rack it off a table or something like that so that you wouldn't necessarily be banging it right off of that off of your uh, your red dot but like i said the only thing is it's it's a little pricey the other thing i was kind of thinking too is if you had something let's say if you bought a uh that one from that outer impact for only 50 dollars, i suppose what you could do is just you could drill you could have your your take your slide into a machine shop and have them where before that stuff would just be a friction fit and i guess you could do it with the with the uh i think that's how you pronounce it the duick defense you could just have them where those screws go down where normally it would just kind of be a friction fit you could have them drill and tap a couple of holes under on that dovetail uh, slot if that makes sense and then you could get a couple of good points of contact in there to where the screws would actually go into the slide a little bit. And so that plate, the only concern I have with some of those plate systems where it's just a friction fit is, or would they drift maybe to the left or the right, or if they took a big impact, or if you've got it and you're wearing it and it's pressed up against your body, is it going to press it to the right or to the left, depending on whether you're right or left-handed or where you're carrying the gun? You know, over time, is it going to kind of drift? Uh, also, when you're shooting, you know, with the shock of the slide going back and forth, you know, I, I think it would be better to have some type of of uh, a little bit better mounting system. And then also, could you, if you went forward on your slide a little bit, as long as it didn't interfere with the internals, could you on those adapter plates do have them drill and tap a couple more holes where you could go down and so you could have actually four 
four good screws. Now with that, you're modifying your slide a little bit, but I don't, I don't think it would be near as uh, big a deal to just have them drill and tap a few holes for you. And if you were brave enough to do it, um, I don't know that I necessarily have the equipment that I have is precise enough to do it. It probably would be, but I don't think that I would. Uh, but if you were brave enough to do it, I'm sure you could just drill and tap them yourself and, and kind of go that route. Uh, so anyway, I think, I don't know, it's, it's hard to say. I wish the some stuff was a little bit cheaper, but, you know, I do think they're probably fair prices. And especially for that outer impact thing, for only 50 bucks, that's, that's a pretty good deal. Now, you guys, I've talked before about that I have the VP9. And I'm looking at it right now. And it's got the larger, you know, the the slot on the back for the rear sights. And then on the VP9, it has the charging handle. So I wonder if you did a thing where you had a plate made that would be sort of like a generic plate that would be very similar to the uh, outer impact thing. Uh, or if I, I might even be able to contact them and see if they could do it for me. Underneath that rear sight... And behind sort of the dovetail where your, where your rear sight slots in, you have those charging assists. And I wonder if you could have a machinist make you sort of a rear sight that would be like a blacked out sight that would go into where... And I'd have to look a little bit better at how those charging, those charging assists are put in. And if you could have a, maybe a, a, a rear sight sort of machined where you could have it higher and you could still have you could have a, then a rear sight and then a uh, a higher front sight like a suppressor height sight for that so I don't know I mean there's there's so many sort of different things out there but you know it seems to in the red dot world everybody makes them for Glocks for sure and then the M&Ps are next uh, and then you know HK is sort of the forgotten stepchild when it comes to that stuff so you sort of have to do a lot of that stuff sort of on your own uh, but anyway i think that's going to kind of maybe wrap it up for the red talk red dot talk today but i will let you guys know on that i think you know for 49 dollars, and it looks like anything on their site that you buy over on that outer on that uh, outer impact you get free shipping if it's over 25 bucks so for 50 bucks i may Go ahead and give that thing a, a try. Just uh, if nothing else, it gives you the uh, it gives me the ability to to try out several different things and and uh, have things that could maybe um, just give me a little bit more options down the road. That type of deal. So anyway, that's kind of enough of that stuff. Let's. Let's jump in with a little bit of politics, and then we'll probably call this show uh, good for now. So let's talk. On the last show, we talked a little bit about the uh, the here, the uh, Suppressor Act. They, what was it called? Uh, I'm kind of drawing a blank. The Hearing Protection Act, something like that, uh, is was pretty much done, gone for. Um, and I think that 
the National Reciprocity Act for Concealed Carry is pretty much going to die up in the Senate. Um, I think it could probably get pushed through if, if they really wanted to, to fight for it, but I don't think, I don't think they really want to fight for it. And along those lines, we'll talk a little bit about Trump, but for this part of the discussion, and maybe for this part only, let's, let's kind of steer clear a little bit of Trump the, the persona or Trump the caricature or you know, however you want to describe it. Whether you like the guy, whether you hate the guy, whether you think he's playing 3D chess while everybody else is playing you know, shoots and ladders, I, I don't particularly think that he is. And I've, I've made no bones about that. He's not necessarily my guy. He wasn't the person that I wanted to be in the White House. Uh, but we got what we got. So my question is, without getting caught up too much in his sort of personality, is what is he actually doing for us in the gun culture or in the Second Amendment community, however you want to say it? Is he out there sort of striking blows for us? Is he trying to shield us from certain things? Or is it that, you know, the guns, the gun stuff isn't really on his radar and he's got other stuff that he wants to try and get pushed through or wants to get accomplished? When he first was running, when he first got elected, we'll kind of com- compress some of that timeline there. A lot of people thought, well, he's at least, he says he's at least pro-gun and he may be in the past he wasn't but you know he seems to have had maybe a genuine change of heart he's had a genuine change of position after thinking about it and his supposedly his sons are are pretty pro-gun in in looking at some of the stuff that i've heard him say when there was some of these tragic shootings is he basically kind of said some of the right stuff and i think he from looking at some of the other, just watching him in general, he seems to just sort of say whatever kind of pops into his head if he gets if he gets sort of a surprise question. On a couple of the things he had talked about that one of it was the, with the shooting in Texas that, and to paraphrase him a little bit, but it was basically a good thing that there were citizens and that there could have that were armed and that had the ability to go after the uh, the shooter or the murderer. And things could have been made much worse. So I don't know. Um, I don't think it's really enough anymore for us just to have somebody that isn't going to strike out at us. I don't think it's enough for us to have somebody who's just going to sort of do nothing. They're not going to go against us but they're not really going to do anything for us. And I, I unfortunately, and I ho- I'd hope to be wrong, but unfortunately I think that's kind of where we are with Trump. I don't think he's, he's going to uh, push an anti-gun agenda at all, but I don't think he's going to push a pro-gun one either. Um, and, and I think a lot of things may end up just sort of being the status quo. You know, a lot of times we... I guess when I say we, I mean just sort of everybody in general. Uh, Whether you're on the right or on the left, you generally seem to rally a little bit better when you have a common enemy, when you have somebody who's kind of coming after you. And uh, 
Uh, again, with Trump, I, I just don't know. I don't see him doing a whole lot of stuff for us. I think that he, I think that he could have uh, started to make some deals. He could have done some things a little differently, and uh, so I don't know. Let me let me sort of know what you guys think uh, about what do you think we can expect from him in the next couple few years here. Uh, what do we think he's going to do for us? Or do we think he's going to do anything? I, 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 Like I said, I, I hope that I'm wrong, but I feel that he's not going to do a whole lot for us. I, I think we're, we're sort of down on the low, the low end of the list when it comes to what he's going to concentrate on and what he wants to get accomplished during his time as president. So let's take a little bit of a different tact. And let's talk about sort of him as sort of this personality, him as, as just sort of the president in general. And I heard something the other day, and I, I can't remember where I heard it, but they were talking about, or the speaker was talking about why sometimes it, it doesn't seem that... that uh, much stuff sticks to Trump that no matter kind of what he does, what bizarre stuff he says or the, the bizarre tweets that he does or the weird behavior that he has, that nothing really ever sticks to the guy. And I, I think, you know, I think it might have been, um, if some of you guys are familiar with Ben Shapiro, I've uh, recently kind of became aware of him and I like a lot of the stuff that he talks about and a lot of the things he does. He's, we're very different on certain political things, but I think that he tries to at least to, to, to logically think things through and to have evidence to back some of his positions up. Some of it are, you know, like I said, a lot of the, a lot of the things he talks about are, are different than my views. But the difference with him is I don't think he he doesn't seem to get um take things personally if you have a difference of opinion than him i've heard stuff where he's debated people and if they were civil i don't think at the end that he walked away hating that person just because they thought different than he did on especially on policy issues uh, but anyway i think one of the things he had said and it struck me as funny is that people on the left they don't understand how trump's able to get away with this stuff and the the way he said, he said, look, if you if you sort of come up out of the swamps and you're a mud monster and you're covered with mud, when people throw mud at you, it's it's not a big deal because you're already covered in mud. You know, so people already hate him. They've already said he's the worst thing since Hitler. That he's the worst thing you know since that's ever happened in the history of of forever. And so when he says wacky stuff or I think his latest controversy is he said, you know, something, something. I don't know, I've been on vacation, uh, but I guess he said something about certain countries or shithole countries or something like that. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, and everybody's been up in arms of it. So anyway, I like I said, I am curious to hear sort of your opinions on um, what you think about Trump as far as what he's going to do for us. What do you maybe even, again, think about him just as a president in general? 
I know that supposedly in some of the lower courts and lower federal courts and also on the Supreme Court, you know, we've gotten some some good appointments, some people that as time goes on will like, maybe, I don't know how much it will help us necessarily, but it won't definitely won't hurt us. We won't have people that are going to be being an activist from the bench, I guess. Uh, which is what we need, and, and so we'll sort of, sort of have to see how that uh, stuff happens. Um, you know, some of the bad stuff is with a, a lot of this Russia stuff is, you know, with all these the different sanctions and all this other kind of nonsense that's coming, which you know kind of affected Vepper, and there was even some talk that it may affect some of the certain ammo companies, some of the Russian ammo companies. Um, I guess over in Russia, you know, you have. There's certain there's two or three probably big major companies, big major players, that they're um, a lot of these ammo companies, things like Tula, stuff like this, other uh, other things are under this certain corporation, and that when sanctions, when they do sanction on these certain big on Russia and on these certain big companies, then that can affect some of the ammo coming in. But I think a lot of that stuff is going to turn out to be sort of much ado about nothing. However. There have you know it's, it is some it is ridiculous and that's some of the things that I'd like to see them kind of loosen up on or or, or take a look at you know some of the uh, as far as what guns can be imported that type of thing so uh, another thing I'd like to see and I don't think it will ever happen but I'd like to see them even if you still kept them highly regulated open up automatic weapons full auto weapons to people that want them. Uh, and but allow the new manufacturer of stuff to come in the 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 recently manufactured things, and uh, I think if that happened, you know, they'd still be a, a pricier item, but you would see eventually that they would drop, and they would come down in price. You know, it wouldn't be these crazy prices that we have now because you can't get anything that's been made. I think after what is it eighty six or something like that. So anyway, um, I'm trying to think if there's some other stuff that's going on. I'm sure there is. Uh, it is a little bit later in the evening, and uh, my brain's starting to fade. So I think, unless I can think of something else, and usually that's what happens. Is I, I think I'm going to draw the show to a close, and then something else kind of pops into my head here and there. Uh, let me take a real quick run here at uh, at Facebook and see if anything... If anything pops up, of course, this thing is taking forever to load. Oh, I know um, I told you guys I'd try and put the pictures up of that shotgun that I bought, but I, I, I unfortunately I just haven't really been home enough to do it. And uh, But I will try and get some of those going. Oh, and speaking of that, I did look at some of the adapters. And um, I didn't really see anything on Facebook that I was looked at, being able to pull up. Uh, but I did look at some of those adapters. There's like uh, the Chiapas. There's another company that I can't recall right off the top of my head right now. Um, the ones that seem to be, the, and they're the ones that you want to get, I guess, that would go in there are about a 7-inch adapter. I couldn't find any one anybody that made anything longer and I just then about eight inches 
uh, from what I've seen. Uh, and then there was another company, and I can't, like I said, for the life of me, recall the company, but it was something like New Side or Sightline or I don't know. Anyway, they had some adapters, but they didn't seem to have as many calibers as I thought that they would. And theirs were a little bit pricier. And I don't know maybe if they're made a little bit better. And I don't know anybody personally that's had any experience with those adapters. Uh, but I did find out with the with the Chiapa line that you can get, and they do make, there's other companies that make them too. But with that 12 gauge, you can actually get an adapter to shoot 20. You can shoot pretty much all the, um, all the, uh, the shotgun, you know, the common shotgun, which would basically be, you know, uh, obviously you can shoot 12 gauge through a 12 gauge, but you can shoot the 20 gauge, you can shoot 410. If you could find somebody that made an adapter, I'm sure you could shoot 16 through it as well. And then as far as adapters for the pistol calibers, you can do uh, 9 millimeter, 380, 38 special, 357, 40, uh, 44 special, 44 magnum, uh, and then I think there's a few others. Then as, as I guess you could consider either a pistol or a rifle caliber, but the 22 long rifle and 22 shorts, depending on on uh, what you're going to do on that. I didn't see anything for 22 Magnum, which would be kind of neat to be able to find something like that. But then there's also, what is it, the 17 HMR, I think that you can shoot through that a couple of these other companies made. So anyway, but like I said, I, and I didn't, I was looking around and I didn't see them anywhere, but I'm sure they're there somewhere. I'm sure somebody makes has to make a 223 or a 556 conversion that would go in there. Uh, but I haven't seen any. Um, and I think that would be kind of neat, you know, to have something like that. The the one thing is, is, you know, are you, are they still going to be relatively accurate? Because if you can't, even if you wanted it for kind of a range toy, you still want to be able to be relatively accurate with it. And if you're using this stuff for saying like, well, is this going to be a bug out gun or it's going to be uh, these adapter sets that I've got are going to be, wanted to go out in the woods and do some hunting and maybe, you know, do this, that, and the other thing. But, you know, they've got to be accurate, and they have to be accurate past, you know, 30 feet. You can't have something that's only good for maybe even, you know, 25 yards. You need something that's a little bit better than that. So, anyway, I think I will uh, call the show to a close. And uh, if you, I'd love to hear from you guys. And so I'll give you that contact information again. Voicemail is area code 206-745-2731. Email address to send in uh, audio or emails is firearmscafe at gmail.com. All one word, firearmscafe at gmail.com. All right, I will talk to you guys next time.